or two has the risk of being like a little choppy at times. Yeah. It hasn't really cut anything out. The last episode, I actually just re-recorded the thought I was saying because it cut it up and then like you had a really good reply to it. So okay. it made no sense without it. But I think the audio of it, you can tell because it <laughs> goes from this kind of discord to me putting it directly in. But yeah. uh, so hopefully that's the case. Um, I thought there was something else I had in mind. I don't think so. No, yeah, that's it. So I'll wanna, work on. You want to roll us in, and then we'll get going. Do you have anything clever to say? Because I every time I do this, I, I like fail to think of something good. I always want to. I had that one. Uh, what was it? Oh, it wasn't even mine. It was you. Uh, you said the blue chip thing, and then I wrote. I riffed off that. That was the best I had, and now blue chip doesn't <laughs> exist. Um. Yeah, sure. Uh, let's see. Yeah, let's just put you on the spot right now. No pressure, but say something very funny that I can record it and put it out there forever. <laughs> okay, all right. All right, welcome back. This is GMs for Hire. This is basically Madden franchise mode with a god complex. Yeah, uh, you've never seen me play Madden franchise mode. The god complex is always there. Yeah, that's fair. I also have a god complex, especially playing Madden. Pretty bad. God. Always trying to get 30 first round picks in one draft. You know? <laughs> yep. And then while also I'm, still having 14 90 overall players. I'm at that point with Madden that I hit every year where I'm like, oh, I'm not going to buy it next year. Like, I just <laughs> I, I'm done with it. Yep. I'm not I'm at least not buying it like pre-order or full price. I'll wait on it. I just. It's not doing it for me, and I know that in at least a month, maybe a little more, I'm going to be back to the pre-order, need the next Madden kind of train. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, I'm at the point where I can't start any new franchises because every time I do, I'm disappointed because I have one already that is my baby, and it's my child, and I've played six seasons, but I'm like kind of tired of it, but I also gotta keep it going so i can get my players their super bowl rings i want that i want that so bad because i'm at the point where i just want the rookie class to be in it but i'm too particular to either put in a created one and have them play through last year and i don't want to draft them again and not have all the offseason moves made by doing the last year's one so i'm just kind of in that limbo of it all where I know the new Madden's gonna fill that hole for me, yeah. but it's just it's just not doing it for me. I don't even think it presents the challenge I wanted to. Because, like you said, we can have ten ninety overall players and more than half of the first round picks, and it's not even that hard. Oh yeah, the one I the one I have right now is the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I have four ninety nine overall players. <laughs> what year? Uh, uh, I just started year six last week. Damn, do you remember who they are? Uh, yeah, one is Damian Harris, the running back. Wow. Andy Isabella, my slot receiver. Um, Denzel Ward, the cornerback, and Miles Garrett, defensive end. How don't you play Mutt? You love random players and making them into like amazing know, players. It's, it's just, just up your alley. It's when it's when you have to start buying 
when you have to start buying players with like chips or coins or whatever the hell they're called you know what they yeah. you know what it doesn't do in franchise mode it doesn't offer you to spend real life money on <laughs> so it's the tempting part that you know at some yeah. point you'll be weak and actually spend real money yeah and then i end up buying you know 250 us dollars worth of 10 million coins in the game then i'm out of rent money and i can play my video game a little bit better <laughs> all right yeah. I, I get that I'll, I'll give you that because it's like the okay i'll just buy one pack yeah it's like i'm right it's like i'm right there i like it just you have like 50 less than you need and it's like well this one's you know if i buy this i get 600 so maybe you know Mm-hmm. No. If I buy this one, I get like an extra thousand free. So like, I just have to. It's a good deal. No, no. And then the pre-order comes around next year, and you're like, well, I might as well get the ultimate edition because it gets me that head start. Yeah, no, I I, I can't do that. No, I uh, I got onto it a little bit, and I really like the challenge aspect because I always liked the training camp modes and like those little things that aren't a full game, but you can play, and it's a lot of fun. It's just the that you need to keep up with it that I can't do. If I was competing with like higher level people and I just had to miss a week, I'd fall behind. And that's the part that I think I'd have a tough time doing. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I finally ended up started playing defense with my franchises after uh, we did the online franchise last year. Would you super sim before? Yeah. Before that? No, before that, I would just, uh, I would only play my offense. Yeah. I would super sim it. I would just play. I would just play my offense. Now I play defenses. I'm telling you, man, I, uh, this, this Jacksonville team I have, the defense is godly. You I always have, build a good defense. I have uh, Kyle Duggar, the rookie from last year on the Patriots. Yeah, He's my second string safety. And I think I'm like five games into year six, and he already has three INTs, and two of them were pick sixes. Dang. He's your backup? He's my backup. He ends up playing a lot of uh uh slot linebacker. Yeah, that's why I love getting like a good linebacker for. Yeah. But yeah, I uh I um I try and get through it quickly because I want to get like multiple seasons. So I play offense and special teams only. And then if I mess up on offense, whether it's a turnover on downs or a pick or something, then I force myself to play defense. Yeah. to make up for it or if it's a close game or something yeah but uh yeah i just i need to do something i think i might even try and build teams and not play at all because then i can go through seasons quicker and it's more gm mode but then yeah. you build such a good team that you just have to play with them well speaking of building good teams we're just the first week after the draft and a lot happened Mm-hmm. Justin yeah, Fields I, uh... plays in Chicago. He's I'm a bear. So Justin so Fields pumped. plays for the Bears. I love Justin Fields. I hate that he's going to play for Chicago. I hate it. Because you hate Chicago? It's not because I hate Chicago. It's just I don't want them to ruin him. Yeah. You know how, like, in the early 2000s, every first two picks was to the Browns, and that person was basically doomed? Yeah. That's how I feel about this pick. I and, and maybe they'll turn it around. You know what? Maybe they'll turn it around. They got Allen Robinson. They got two 
real good running backs. Jimmy Graham's their tight ends. I mean, maybe this offense will look a whole lot different with Justin Field behind the uh, under center. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I get that. I just, I think they didn't have to give up much for him. So they didn't give up players like they would have Russell Wilson. Yeah. They, uh, they waited a good amount. So at 11, he's cheaper than he would have been where we would have taken oh, I can't him. I believe he fell that far. And they were a good team last year with no real quarterback play. Justin Fields is a clear improvement on that. So yeah. they'll definitely be better with him. And he's got Allen Robinson and Allen Robinson as a quarterback. And Allen Robinson might be my favorite receiver in the league. He is just a guy. Yeah. I Every time I look at him, I appreciate what he does. Even if it's not super flashy, he just yeah. does his job and he does it so well. And Madden disclosure, I drafted Justin Fields at three with the Niners and I signed Allen Robinson because he went to free agency. So I am pumped about that duo. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. that's why I'm pumped because I think that's a good team already. That's a good defense. He has yeah. a clear improvement over that. So given all that and given that Allen Robinson just comes down with the ball, I yeah. think that much will be good. The fact that they cut their tackle who started all their games, I'm not super crazy about. Yeah. But I'm hoping then, because even if you're starting the rookie, I don't care. Like you just need to have people there. True. But I think their their cap's pretty tight because that's why they cut Fuller in the first place. So that's yeah. probably the end all be all. Yeah. I mean... That was that was that was just one of the surprises. I mean, uh, JOK fell into the second round. Christian Barrymore <laughs> fell into the second round. I mean, I love how JOK fell to the second round. We had him falling to Cleveland at twenty six and thought it was a steal, and, and, and he fell to the second round for Cleveland. That was yeah, and he ended up going to Cleveland in the yeah. second round, which is an even bigger, that's a heist at that point. Honestly, I don't even know. I I heard like he has like a heart condition and that's what teams were yeah, worried about. I, I heard that today too. I heard that he's got some heart issues. We had some uh, technical difficulties while recording this. So this is just the break between one recording and then the next moments later. But thanks for listening. My personal favorite draft I think that the Detroit Lions had the best draft out of anybody this year. They picked up Panay Suel. You know that that's my guy. Mm -hmm. I mean, they picked up um, Barnes, the linebacker. What, what the hell is his Derek name? Barnes. Derek Barnes. Derek Barnes. They picked up Melifanu. Uh Aleem McNeil, who I'm a huge fan of. Um, they got St. Brown late, and that kid's going to be good. I just... The only pick is Jamar Jefferson, the last pick that they had this year. He's the only guy who I don't have a ton of research on. I don't know a whole lot about him, but if if he's drafted with all these other guys, he's going to be good because yeah. this is the best draft class I've seen by a single team in like two or three years. I absolutely love everything about what the Lions did this year. Uh, they also brought in Jared Goff. Panay Suel is going to be his big guy on the end. I'm excited. I'm, 
I'm genuinely excited to watch the Lions play. Yeah, I think I, their their draft isn't sexy. It isn't big deal, shiny, no. anything like that. It is all really good players that fill yeah. out a roster. I mean, Suel, I mean, he's a big name. He's a first-round talent, obviously. Uh, yeah. Melifonwu, him and his brother, athletic freaks. So that's something that yeah. I always am a fan of. Um, I still draft his brother in Madden or pick him up on free agency. <laughs> but yeah, they just, all these guys, and Jefferson doesn't need to do anything really. They have Swift as their main guy. So he'll have time to fill it in and do what he wants. He's a seventh round guy. So I think he doesn't really have to do much to it. But they're just, every single guy fills a role. And I think yeah. this trap class could be on their team five to 10 years from now. They could all be like significant starters for this team. And that is, that is huge for them because they are in rebuilding mode. And these are yeah. building blocks that you do that with. You don't reach for anything. You don't go crazy on anyone. I mean, yep. Suell fell to them. That's huge. But everyone yeah, else exactly. there, you knew what you were looking for. Exactly. Exactly. <sighs> yeah. So surprised Suell fell that far. Yeah. Also kind of surprised that Miami took Waddle so high. People were huge on Waddle over Smith. Absolutely. And I don't think Waddle's a bad player. It's not, no, absolutely not. that no, not aspect. It it's just that he's just not a guy that goes six to me. He's just not. I mean, if let's say for some reason one player above him isn't in this draft and then it's Chase is higher than um, Smith was higher, then yeah. you're thinking a little, but no, nah, there's just so many players like Suell and Smith I would have put above him. Justin Fields yeah. I would have put above him, but that's a debatable absolutely. thing about where everybody looks at him, but there's just so many guys that are there that it almost makes me wonder, were they thinking that chase was dropping to them and Waddle was their backup, but they didn't do as much reach. I don't, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't expect it fully because I, I also like Smith more than him, but yeah, I, I do too. Yeah. Just a weird, what well, we also had, we also had Waddle falling to the 15, 18 range. Yeah. You also took Fields at number two. Because I made a correct choice. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but, but no, Wilson went number two. Uh, you know, the new fresh baby face in New York or New Jersey, technically. Yeah. But, uh, I, you know, we're going to see. They got uh, Corey Davis, right? Yeah, Corey Davis. Um, They got another guy. Crap, I got someone else, like a good receiver. Let me get to them. Where did Kenny Galladay go? Galladay went to the Giants, so New York. Oh, they got Elijah Moore. That's who they got. Elijah Moore. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Davis and Moore, that's good. Yeah, so Wilson, Wilson's going to come come in with some new weapons. They got Vera Tucker to protect him. Yep. I think that's a good pick. I uh, yep. I like Zach Wilson. I think I'm so high on fields that in my mind, he's the third quarterback in this draft, and he's a really good third. I just yeah. think it's a lot of that, like two months before the draft hype up of one player that maybe I wouldn't take there. And then, like, his pro day throw that everyone lost their minds over that almost every quarterback at a pro day has to try and make. But yeah, I don't think he's a really bad quarterback. And no. I think I'd like to build a team around him, but I wouldn't like to build the Jets around him. I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. Maybe not the Jets because they they're in constant rebuild mode. 
you know, just just a quick refresher team, maybe like if he had went to like Minnesota or something, they got a, they got a lot of pieces. They got a couple holds on defense. Just, you know, you just know that Kirk Cousins isn't going to be your guy to get you there. And Zach Wilson might have been. You know what I mean? Yeah, they um, I guess if fields fell to 14, they were taking them. Uh, yeah, I heard that. And that would have been. That would have been insane. That would have been so cool. Yeah. And I mean, even in the mock we did, we had Wilson fall into three to the Niners. That would have been a great fit. Oh, yeah. Like a a ready team, like you said, to fit him in. And there's pieces there to do the job that I think they could have worked with. Um, I just think that everyone's so high on Sam Darnold saying that New York didn't give him the pieces. But then they're so excited about Zach Wilson going to New York. Yeah. Even with more in Davis. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't but, know. But San Fran went and took Trey Lance. I like which, Lance. I like Lance. I I think Lance is going to be good. I think he's going to be fun to watch. Um, I think he's going to be a lot like Alex Smith was when he was there. He's just going to be the guy. It's like that's that's Alex Smith's team. Absolutely. I think I think he's just going to be the fixture point there unless he gets hurt. Or something, but I don't know. He's gonna be Alex Smith with a better arm. Yeah, I um, he's just like after all this hype and excitement and all this crazy stuff. Like Justin Fields would have been a crazy reach, but he's got potential, and Mac Jones would have been a crazy reach, but all this stuff. And then Trey Lance falls, and you're like, all right, like I'm not upset. It's just cool. Yeah, yeah like like we'll see. Like cool, and I like him a lot. It's just his downfield accuracy that worries me a bit. He's got a strong That's- arm. I just think I don't like I'm excited for him in this offense. I think it's just the fact that I wanted to see others there. I think like Fields would have been a like much better fit. I think Jones would have been a crazier story, so it would have been more drama. Um, yeah. So it that just would have been one. insane. I just don't think you need the trade to three for Lance, if I'm being perfectly honest. But I think if no. that's your guy, if I, if he's a hundred percent the one you want to, no matter what, and you think he's the best, then go for it. It's just I think he could have fallen a little bit further. I think he would have. I think he would have fell to eight. I think he would have been. They were sitting at twelve. I think they could have jumped up to eight, eight or nine, and they still would have been able to get him. Look what uh, look what the Dolphins traded with the Eagles. The six twelve trade. They were already at twelve. Just traded the Eagles, and you go up much much less. Yeah. And uh, in that same mind, how not like I said this to you earlier. The fact that there are teams that pass on Justin Fields that I think are happy with their quarterback situation right now, but they're yeah. not solid. It's not like a Russell Wilson, a Tom Brady, a whoever like you know is guaranteed to go out there and be a superstar. These are guys that their future, they're hopeful, but won't be there. I think it's yeah. going to be a conversation of Justin Fields or even Mac Jones does well. These teams passed on him. Like the Panthers taking horn. The yep. Eagles traded up to 10 from 12 and only gave up a third round pick. If they get Justin Fields there, that's an insane deal to guarantee yeah. you're getting him. And I get it. I'm big on Jalen Hurts. I am all in on him being my quarterback. But there's been so much talk about him not necessarily being that guy that if it turns out to not be the case or it turns out that the Broncos pass or the Panthers pass, like I said, Lions, I think they made a great pick with Suell, and I think they're a little bit further out. But even them, yeah. it could be debated in, in the future. 
that there was Justin Fields on the board and they didn't go from actually the uh, New York Giants. That's another team I was thinking. They traded away the Justin Fields pick and they got picks for it. But Daniel Jones isn't necessarily proven. He's exciting and the potential is there, but he's got a lot of turnovers and he's not proven yet that if he doesn't pan out, you passed on Justin Fields, you traded away the pick for Fields even. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, but that's always going to be in everybody's mind for everything. It's the it's the equivalent of, you know, the Jaguars taking Trevor Lawrence number one. And what if he doesn't pan out? It's like you wasted your first round pick on Trevor Lawrence. You 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 spent your first round pick on Ryan Leaf? Really? <laughs> I mean But at least they're they, going quarterback. These teams are saying yeah, I mean, we don't need it, quarterback. Yeah. I think it's oh, I think it's worse if Five years down the line, your first round pick was a guy who didn't pan out rather than passing on a guy who panned out perfectly. Like all the teams are got to be upset that uh, the Chiefs jumped up and took Patty Mahomes. But I think the person that decided, you know, who are going to go with Jamarcus Russell, they're probably a little more upset. (laughs) Yeah. That's true. I um, but, but I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be good. I I just want to get that out there. I think Trevor <laughs> Lawrence is gonna fit well. I like Trevor Lawrence. He's not Sam Darnold because I I've been telling everybody since the day he got drafted that Sam Darnold is a bust. And I was correct. But that's not Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. I think he's going to be good. I think he's going to fit well. Duval. I'm going to be real honest. I really don't know what that means. <laughs> I think it's the <laughs> county. Oh, okay. That it's makes Duval sense. County because, that they're in. Because they it's it's everywhere. You know, the little ticker on the on the bottom of the draft that was all the fans saying stuff. It was all Trevor Lawrence, Duval, and I'm like, I don't know who that is. Yeah. Name of the county. Because I looked it up right. before, because I was always like, why are you guys all saying this? Doesn't even sound place. that cool, so it has to mean something. I honestly thought it was like the owner's name. And I was like, I didn't know that that was, I thought his name was something different. So you don't believe in Darnold never have. And I, I've agreed with you on that. I think Carolina, he'll be a little bit better off. Um, just, yeah. I think that's a better situation, better weapons. Let him be a little freer with it. I don't eight and nine. I don't get the back-to-back corner pick. I don't get horn over certain. I just, would have swapped yeah. that differently if I'm going corner first. I, I wouldn't have gone horn. And that's where I had Sertain go. Yeah. I had him go eight. You were almost right. Like that would have felt yes. so good. That was so close. I just don't yeah. I don't get it. Like I I get that they need corner help. So I yeah. don't think that's crazy. But if Horn's your guy, you can probably trade back a little bit. I mean you might even be able to trade back to the Eagles. If they're trying to trade for Smith anyway anything, or something, trade have trade with Dallas. Dallas was all about trading this year. Yeah. Trade with Dallas. Dallas moves up. Dallas gets their pick that they wanted. You move back. You can still get the pick you wanted. A little less money, unless the Broncos took them, and then you can do whatever you want. Yeah, at least you've got more uh, like of a situation now for the future. But yeah. I. 
I didn't get that. I thought the Broncos were going Mac Jones. I thought they were all in at I least Mac Jones or Justin were, Fields. I thought they were going to go Mac Jones, honestly. It just Mac seemed Jones like just fit. seems like such an Elway quarterback. Yeah, it just seemed to fit them so much. So that was shot. I remember watching the draft with my friends and just every single pick, they're holding their breath for Justin Fields to not be picked. And at Broncos, once they didn't even take oh. a quarterback, we thought it was done. He's going to the Pats. Yeah. I, I was doing the same thing. I was like, <laughs> I was like, don't say it. Don't say it. You son of a bitch. Don't you say it. <laughs> yeah, we just text each other, like, not even saying the words to each other because we didn't want to jinx it. Yeah, because we didn't want to jinx it. I, uh, but then, then the I, Bears got him at 11. Son of a bitch. I don't hate the Dallas Philly trade as much as everyone's talking like, oh, two division yeah. rivals screwing over another. No, Dallas knew when they looked at the board that they weren't taking anyone that they wanted between 10 and 12. Like they knew that if they went from 10 to 12, it's going to be the same potential guy. And if Philly goes up there, they either take a corner or a receiver. And either way that robs the giants, the giants traded out and then there's a quarterback. So I think they could have taken Parsons at 10. They got him at 12, which is a, an additional third round pick a little bit cheaper. And a little less pressure. I know fans aren't yeah. happy about that, but Parsons opened up as the favorite for rookie of the year on defense. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's going to be a good fit. And you think he's going to replace Sean Lee on that defense pretty well. Yeah. And they're not picking up Van Der so, option. I know they want to re-sign him, but if they can't yeah. get that to work in the cap and everything, they know they have some kind of a situation with Parsons. Yeah. So they, they have options. On defense, I, I think that they made a smart move too. There's, they were in that weird spot from like ten to fourteen was all just like you could literally pick anybody here, and it honestly doesn't really matter that much. Yeah, I uh, because you hit that drop off. Yeah, exactly. Like that's that middle of the rounds that we were kind of all talking about. That yeah. once this goes, it was really New England for me. Once that's gone is where it all kind of falls out and it can go any which way. Um, yeah. I uh, I think the pick in the top 15 that's bothering me the most is Jamar Chase because he's a really good player that I like a lot and I don't love the pick as much as I should because yeah. I just thought they should take so well. I think unless they know they're signing a free agent and I think the coming weeks will tell that they have a plan for this and I, I think they should. But I don't want to give them too much credit. I just, I really like Jamar Chase. And I really do. Me too. And I just still think it should have been so well. It definitely should have been. You're not the only person to think that. Everybody has thought that. Because Jamar Chase isn't going to get the ball if Burrow is getting hit every single play. Yeah. And Boyd and, and Higgins aren't bad receivers either. Like, that's not no. the, the number one need where they couldn't have gone in the second round to get someone. Yeah. See, now, my my big issue with the first round, this is later, but Green Bay taking Eric Stokes in the first round. I hate that. I hate it. <laughs> Like you hate I, Stokes there, you hate them taking a corner, which is it? I don't hate them taking a corner. They definitely need corner help. They need to get Jair Alexander some help. Yeah. But Eric Stokes was one ranked 
at the bottom of a second the second round mid to late second possibly early third rounder secondly there were so many other corners there it didn't make sense to me yeah they would reach so far for eric stokes maybe they had an awesome interview with him that's the only thing that could make sense in my mind because other than that i think that that is a bad pick unless for the value i don't think he's a bad player i think it's a bad pick value yeah I agree with that. Unless the rumors about the Broncos taking Sertain at nine in a in a Rogers trade are true and they yeah. want Stokes back and there's something there, maybe. But like I would have taken Farley. Oh no, sorry, Farley was gone there. I would have taken uh Samuel Jr. Exactly. I would have taken him. I mean, I know he dropped in the second, but I think he was potential to be a first round pick. I would have taken him above Stokes. Just watching his highlights is just exciting. Um, Absolutely. I, but that's the tough thing. I think that these aren't good moves. And then I always have to hold myself back with the, but it's Green Bay. They just kind of do this type of thing. They're not great with their moves at all times. They kind of make it work, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Javon Holland, Tyson Campbell, Asante Samuel Jr. There were there were a lot of DBs on the board that I thought were one better and two deserved to go. Yeah, I think they thought Farley or Newsom might drop to them. Yeah, might be my guess of it. But that's the thing that I don't get about it. If you have these guys that these will drop, but if you're on your third or fourth guy consider trading back maybe because i don't think you're as much of a risk get yourself some more capital or maybe they're worried about the aaron Rodgers stuff so that if they trade out of the first it looks even worse yeah so at least look like you're trying to make a difference rogers wants is a receiver he just wants another receiver so Devontae adams has a little bit of help so he's not the center focus now they did draft amari rogers out of clemson and i love that pick i think that that He's going to be great. Very excited to hear a commentator say Roger to Rogers. Mm-hmm. That's going to be fantastic and hilarious. <laughs> but you just got to give him some bigger weapons. You got to help him out. I mean, this guy has done so much for your franchise. You either help him by letting him go somewhere where he can win. Or you do what he asks. I don't I don't know. And I don't know. I um, think it's a lot more simple than it. I think it's a lot more difficult than it needs to be, but the solution is very simple. And Elijah Moore is still on the board there, who is yep. more of a first round talent than he was. Yep. Uh, I know certain guys weren't there. They might have thought that Kadarius Tony or Rashad Bateman was going to drop to them and threw them off. Yep. Um, I know it always comes Bateman back to the. Tooney was also off. a reach for me. Tooney at 20 was also yeah. a reach for me. Yeah, I mean, I know what team. Oh, the Jags said they wanted him. So I know teams were big on him. But at 20, yeah. I just didn't think he'd go that quickly. Yeah, that was that was a reach for me. I like him, but I also didn't think the Giants should draft a receiver, if I'm being honest. I don't really like yeah, that no. need as their their first one. But no, they there were a huge lot of on offensive him. linemen on the board. Uh, Darisaw was right there. Darisaw was there. 
Jenkins was on the board. There were a lot of guys that were still left on the board. He got taken, and I think that that was a mistake, you know, but it's, you know, it's another one of those teams. It's the Giants. They're going to they're gonna do something cool, not smart. Yeah, I think they traded back, and they're like, oh, we already traded back. We're fine taking them here kind of yeah. thing. And that makes me wonder if they would have considered taking them at 12. If they had taken them at 12, I would have just turned off my television. <laughs> I would have been like, nope, I'm done. And with Field look. still on the board, potentially going to New England, TV off. No, I can't do it. <laughs> yep, nope, no, no, no. I uh, I love Slater to the Chargers. Great pick. I didn't pick. think he'd fall, but yeah, he did, and that was really good for them. Um, yeah. Darisaw was there still, like I said. I think that's yep. a really good pick for the Vikings because I had yeah, Minnesota picked him potentially going around there, but when they were at 14 and then they traded back and still got him at 23. Yeah. That's that's impressive move for them to that's get huge. the same guy I would have wanted them to get and they still end up with him, but way back, like nine picks later. That's a that's a good move. Yeah. I, I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around the Jaguars having three two they had two or three opportunities to get the safety that they needed and they didn't i think they, they want had, to be electric i guess i mean Mori was on the board for a very long time thought he was going to be their pick at 25 they went with a running back which was a mistake because james robinson proved that he is your running back at least for the next year. And then they had the first pick in the second round and they took a corner also a need, but not as big of a need as a safety for them. Yeah. I don't know. I, um, maybe they're, maybe they're going to move him to safety. Who knows? Could be, I guess that's always an option with any TV. Um, I found out today that it's pronounced Merrig. Merrig. Yeah, I guess so. Um, so I'm just avoiding his name at all time. But I heard it on a podcast today where they said that they were pronouncing it incorrectly this whole time. So I don't know what is right. But for the 25th pick, I don't hate that Travis Etienne was taking. I don't hate it. He's a playmaker that I would like in my offense. I think they wanted Kadarius Tony too bad. And then couldn't get out of their mind. We need that offensive guy to fill Kadarius Tony's spot. And that's, I think, the issue a lot of teams fall into sometimes. They're like, no, no, we needed this. This is what we're doing for our team. I don't hate them. It's just, I don't know. Like you said, they already have James Robinson. So I don't know if yeah. they want to run a two-back set, on both, one on both sides of Lawrence. That's not awful, but that's not really what you do with a first-round pick, I guess. Um, I like taking mm-hmm. Walker Little. I think where he was taken was good. Yeah. Mid second, like that works. Uh, they got the Syracuse safety eventually, so that did work. Cisco. But I don't know. Yeah, like, if you're that big on Tony, why not take more? That's yeah. my thing. Like, why take a running back? I like him. I like what he did in college. It's just that thing of it puts a really high price on it. And I think they also got scared that he wouldn't be there at 33. I think they 
thought with that 33rd pick they could take him. And when uh, Najee Harris went off the board and Tony wasn't there anymore, that also could have caused that little bit of panic. That's true. I don't know, man. That was... (sighs) Yeah. I don't know. I, uh... I just wish they had taken, if they weren't going to take Mo Rig, I'm going to call him that until he is an elite safety. His name is <laughs> Mo Rig. Um, if they weren't going to take Mo Rig with the 25th pick, I would have went with an offensive lineman. I think, I mean, I, lo- I love Walker Little at the pick that they got him, but I don't know. I, I probably would have went well, somewhere else. I probably would have went Cosme or... Uh, Jenkins, not sure though, but I don't love them taking a running back, but I am excited to see Trevor Lawrence play. Yeah, I'll I'll trust that duo a little bit. I think that's the only thing that makes it more okay with me. Like um, the Steelers taking a running back. I think we've talked enough that there's, there's this thing with the Steelers. They don't want to fix their problems until it's already there. They go to the doctor with stress, uh, stress fracture coming in or something small. It's like, if you keep doing what you're doing, it's going to break and you'll really have to repair it. If you just take care of it now, you're good. Like their line, they could see it coming and they had an amazing line and they had an elite offense, but not the defense. And they have an elite defense and they're letting the offense go away. And it's just one of those things where a running back isn't a bad investment. If you believe in the guy, it's a bad investment. If you don't protect them. Yeah. Like putting something valuable in a safe is a good choice. Putting something valuable in a gazebo is a bad choice. <laughs> I just don't. I like Najee Harris too. That's the tough thing about this. I'd like him and I want him on my team, but my team yeah. would already have the line set up. Oh, absolutely. And when we did our mock draft, I had them taking an offensive line. I had them take out. I had them take Leatherwood who went very high, very high. He went very high, but I think it's funny that I, I had him going at 24, 25, 24. And you were like, that's a bit of a reach. reach." (laughs) And then, and then the Raiders came in and they were like, you want to see a reach? We're going to take him right here at 17. Yeah. I, uh, I think the Raiders is the highlight pick for anyone who doesn't understand if i criticize a pick i'm not saying this guy can't be good there are very few times they do happen where someone is just not good and i don't think they're worth taking a pick anywhere near it but typically draft experts get it right to an idea of a range leatherwood can be a first round pick but taking him at 17 even if you're like no that's our guy he's gonna be great Cool. Get him cheaper. Get draft capital because he's not the only player on your team. You could have yeah. traded anywhere between 17 and 22 and mm-hmm. still arguably have gotten him. I think that the Vikings still would have taken Darasa. I mean, I would have, yeah. but you could have traded back at some point of it just to let another team jump up to get their guy. Even do what the Cowboys did with the Eagles and trade back two picks and get a third. Because you are getting a yep. little cheaper salary, and you are getting a third round pick that can help you. And it is nothing at all about Leatherwood. It is all about you need to like do the draft the right way so that you like attain 
I don't know, you just get more picks, basically. <laughs> like, just get more picks to help you with the same exact player you were going to take a few picks earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when they drafted, uh, what's his name? Clellan Farrell? Yeah. That was that was a bit of a reach, too. I mean, he's, he's doing okay. He's not bad. But for where he got picked, he should be doing a little bit better. Yeah. And they just, they seem so proud of it too. Like they're yeah. big braining it and smarter than everyone else. And it's like, yeah, you might have gotten a guy before someone else would have taken them and he's an all star Hall of Fame or whatever. The argument isn't there. It is how cheap could you get it for? Like if I bought something for $20 and you bought that same exact thing for $15, you would feel better because you got a better deal for it. You get it as cheap as you can. But then if they won't take $5 for it, you go back to 15 like it's just the fact that i don't think they know how to build the team enough to it i don't i don't yeah. know i don't know why i'm going on sort of random this it just bothers me <laughs> <laughs> hey that's what this is for we can vent exactly uh let's go let's go with a nice Give one the, the ravens did an amazing job oh absolutely rashad bateman didn't think he'd fall there rashad I didn't bateman think fall plays far bateman. either love it he plays big. Oh, wait. Didn't think he'd fall there. A great pick again. But Rashad Bateman yep. plays big. He is a great receiver for this. And now Lamar Jackson has him. Marquise Brown can be a two. Sammy Watkins yep. can be a 2A, 2B with him. If he's healthy, he can really shine. But he doesn't have the pressure of being the guy. Because if Sammy Watkins was their only option and he got hurt for even two games, everyone would let the Ravens hear it. And then you got Andrews, obviously. You're going to have him in the mix. So I really like Rashad Bateman. Didn't think he'd Rashad Bateman pick. go to 27. Didn't think more would go to the second round. But I think that's a great pickup. Filling a need, but not reaching. Absolutely. Absolutely. Doing the opposite of reaching. Yeah. Waiting and let him just fall to you somehow. I, uh, yeah, I, I really like say, that. What is actually the opposite of reaching? I don't Nothing. know. This is a football podcast, not a English book learners podcast. <laughs> not a learners podcast. Yeah, you and your learning. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, yeah, they got OA. They also got Ben Cleveland, which I really liked for them. Um, I think he's going to be a good contribute uh contribution to their offensive line. Uh, they got Sean Wade, who for a while was one of the top uh dbs yeah fell from grace a lot but i think he's going to be able to at least be competitive in their secondary on uh, during practice and stuff i don't i don't know if he's ever going to see any field time but i i think that the ravens did a great job they just need lamar to go back to his rookie season form and do all that again and we might see the ravens in the super bowl yeah i really like this i mean they replaced their edge need with oa great cleveland yep. could be a second round pick if you really look at it they didn't have the second round pick as a trade got him in the third that's great wallace wide receiver depth and he has potential wade I think I like him a lot because of Madden. I'll just be honest about that. He's pretty good when you draft him in Madden and get him a few rounds higher. But uh, <laughs> then uh, the only thing is tackle help. But I 
like I said before, I think they have been rumored to have Villanueva in. I don't know. Yeah. But I think that they were talked about that when they traded Brown away. And if that's the case, then that's fine. And yeah, they filled everything they needed to and then took a tight end with their last pick because they just like tight ends. I think that's a good call. But yeah, I really like yeah. this pick, uh, this draft. I, there's not really a pick that I dislike on here. Yeah. I thought they were going to overreach, honestly. I thought they were going to reach for uh, a receiver who shouldn't be taken in the first because all the others would be gone. That's and fair. it really wasn't that bad. It was a really good call by them. That's fair. All right. Let's jump over to the home team, the team we grew up with. Oh, yeah. Let's talk New England. What did you think and what do you think will happen with Mac Jones? Mac Jones. I had to clarify it anytime I talk to someone about Mac Jones. I think he's a really good pick at 15. But I wouldn't trade up for him to three to four to five, anything like that. I wouldn't have taken him over Justin Fields. That may just be more personal preference. But I still think he's a good quarterback. I remember watching his pro day tape and thinking that his receivers screwed him over from some plays. I think they didn't run through the ball and it dropped near them and they could have made the catch to make him look better. It would have been off target sometimes and would have an adjustment, but there were some catchable balls I thought that they didn't catch. And I've even gone to the point telling people that Saban told his receivers to do that so Bill could get them because they're biffs. But <laughs> I I like Mac Jones. And I think he fits this system very well. I think he can be really good. I think he isn't as unathletic as people think. I think that like Brady, I still think I could beat with Brady the, in a race. Tom, with the Tom Brady draft photo in him. Yeah, I think I could beat Brady in a race. It's just the fact that like, Mac Jones, he still works out and still does everything. And look at yeah. Jameis Winston. I mean, he was mobile. Big Ben was mobile as part of his career. Like, they're guys, they're just big because they need to get big to play football anyway. And the team around him is really good. I just don't know when he'll start. I don't think Cam Newton's written off yet. I think Belichick likes him a lot. And I think they have more room to grow together. I just. That's the, that's the tough thing about this. I really like Mac Jones picked here. I like they're saying we're taking a quarterback, but we're not changing any strategy for him. Yeah. I just, I would really like to know if there's a plan right now or if it's just play the best guy, because I think Cam could stay in there for a while. If yeah. he plays well and Mac might not even see the field this year, Cam plays his heart out and gets the team to the playoffs and then signs another deal next year elsewhere. Um, I even think that they could bring Cam in for a Wildcat-esque offense near the goal line or even anywhere where they're running two quarterbacks out there and that Cam Newton's arguably like a running back at times. There's just... This is going to be a really fun offense to watch next year. Okay, all right. I'm going to disagree. <laughs> I think that if quarterbacks weren't so heavily valued over the past three years ever since basically since Mahomes and Lamar were drafted everybody's been clinging on to quarterbacks when they don't need to I think the Patriots could have got a lot of value out of him 
I think it would have been a great value pick if they got him at 23 or later than that. 15, I think that's a bit of a reach. I think this kid's a good quarterback. I think I think he has the potential to be great. You know, he's got the classic three-letter first name, five-letter last name. Last time that really worked out for the Patriots. <laughs> but I don't I, I don't know. But maybe I'm look maybe I'm looking at Mac Jones the same way everybody looked at the Tom Brady pick. Maybe that's what I'm doing. Because I'm looking at him. I, I don't think he's athletic, but I don't think that the Patriots offense requires an athletic quarterback. Um, I think I think this kid is good. I agree with you on the pro day thing. I do think that maybe Saban was like, drop a couple of these because <laughs> no one's no one will take him. So Bill can have him. We're having we're having Sunday dinner at my house this week. <laughs> but <laughs> doesn't he have a game? No, it's a bye week. Anyways. I think that Mac Jones, I think he's going to be right in the middle. I think he's going to be right in the realm of like where Big Ben is now and Kirk Cousins and Ryan Tannehill, like just close to being good, just close. But I don't know if I would have taken him at 15. I think he's a 20 and down player in the draft. Um, in my rankings, he, he wasn't out of all players, not quarterbacks, but out of all players, he wasn't in my top 20. Um, but you never know. Cause a bill seems to have some kind of magic potion that just works for some reason. I don't know. It's like Michael's special juice in space jam, but other than the other than the Mac Jones pick, I really loved what the Patriots did. Uh, I love the Christian Barrymore pick. I absolutely love the Ronnie Perkins pick. Um, I don't know. I think they had a pretty good draft overall. I'm just, you know, I'm also still transitioning out of the Brady era. It was my whole life. Yeah, no, I get that. I, uh, I yeah, to agree with you. Overall, love the draft. I think Nixon in the seventh round is what yep. we need for just depth at receiver. I think Absolutely. McGrone is a good linebacker. I like him in the fifth round. I think he was at times put higher than that. So yeah. fifth round, I think that's a really good price. Um, haven't watched enough on Stevenson, but it's a running back going to the Pats. So I think it's going to be okay. Um, Perkins, yeah. great. Barmore, don't know how he got to the second and got to the Pats, no. but I think that might be one of the, top picks of the draft and the thing with jones is i think you gotta look through it with the scope of how quarterbacks are looked at in the league that he is the fifth quarterback taken in the draft which Mm -hmm. compared to almost every other fifth quarterback taken he's amazing and he fell to 15 quarterbacks taken 15 or later tend to not be great Look at every quarterback that the Broncos have drafted in recent history. Like looking at these lists of guys. So last year, Burrow, Tua, Herbert. Next guy, Jordan Love at 26. Uh, 2019, then it's Kyler at one. Then it's Daniel Jones, Dwayne Haskins, Drew Locke. That's just through um, the 42nd pick. Yeah. Uh, 
2018, going to piss you off. Baker Mayfield, then Sam Darnold at three. Josh Allen at seven. Josh Rosen at 10. Lamar at 32. Wouldn't have taken him at 32, but that's where he was. Lamar is the only... And then Mason Rudolph in the third round is the next guy. Um, after Mahomes and Watson, Kaiser in the seconds. Like all these guys, Paxton Lynch, Christian Hackenberg, all these guys that aren't that good and are after the fact, that's where I'm yeah. putting him at. I think that's maybe why I'm a little I'm happier like with it. That a lot of those guys just aren't in the league anymore. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Like they're that's that's the thing that people are so scared of missing on a quarterback that they overpay and they overlook yeah. guys like Barmore. He shouldn't have been a second round pick. If he was taken at yeah. 15, it wouldn't have been that bad. But it's the fact that after Mac Jones, I'm looking at the list of guys that were taken, none of them really stick out to me that would have been significantly better because okay, nah. they don't have the needs as much, I think. I think okay, if we didn't now. sign all the receivers, I would be pissed about passing on Rashad Bateman, Elijah Moore. I think if they traded away Stefan Gilmore, I'd be pissed about not getting Asante Samuel Jr., Farley, things like that. Yeah. It's just that no one's really... I think all my favorite guys were above them. And yeah. after that, I'm not sold on everyone as much. Like I thought Parsons might drop to the Pats. That's a guy I would have been upset passing on. I thought... yeah. Like later, um, Leatherwood, Darisaw, they could have potentially dropped, and we don't need them as much. So those are the yeah. things. And we thought a receiver might drop. Those things are not as bad. So I think it's the fact that weighted value of the quarterbacks, Mac Jones at 15, I'm okay with. Um, yeah. But it's just like it's like everything we've talked about. It's the scope of the NFL and the NFL draft. You need to look at it one way, and you can't say that anyone's a bust because then they're going to haunt you with a 15-year Hall of Fame career that everyone yeah. brings up that you were wrong about, like Sam Darnold. <laughs> Except for Sam Darnold. No, it's coming. No, it's not. Reincarnation in Carolina. As cool as that would be, I would honestly love to see him do well. I don't think it's gonna happen. Nah, probably not. Because you know the last, you know the last really good Jets quarterback. I mean, really high pick Jets quarterback that went to another team and then basically stopped existing. Mark Sanchez. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like him more than Sanchez. Butt fumble. How did he do well for a bit? I don't know, man. He got them to the playoffs. Yeah. Like he was a hot he quarterback the, he for a bit. The whole whole ass playoffs. I don't even know and how then, he did that. And then ran directly into some dude's butt, lost the ball, and the rest of his career. God, he. If I didn't feel so bad, I would think it'd be really funny to have a skit of him having a tough time walking behind people. And he just like can't <laughs> recover from it. Yeah, that would actually be hilarious. So, he oh, was man. good though. He was like legitimately. I mean, I won't yeah, say he good was, he historic. Was good quarterback. But he was a winning quarterback, getting his team to the playoffs against the Patriots. They beat the Patriots in the playoffs one year, right? I believe it was that they only went to the playoffs one year, and I believe it was that year. Yeah. Oh, it was like Jaguar success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. But even then, that's still good for him. Yeah, and then he became the butt of the nfl's joke for the next thousand years nice 
very good pun. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, I'm trying to look through other people we haven't talked about. Kyle Pitts, I think we've said amazing athlete, amazing That's prospect. Amazing. Yep. You can now, take him at there one. Is a, and be okay. There is a sleeper that I want to bring up that was kind of tied into the last conversation we were just having. Kellen Mond from a Yeah. I think he has the potential to have a nice little rise in Minnesota, take over Kirk Cousins, and then kind of show out like Dak Prescott, honestly. Yeah. No, I really like Kellen Mond. He was one of those guys where I kind of kept asking myself, why is... Kellen Mond not higher and Trey Lance a little lower. Yeah. I just think like he's he's at work. I mean, he's a project. You gotta work at him. You gotta yeah. get him to fit. But he had that same pro day highlight of rolling out and having a huge bomb throw. And he's just what I mean, I think he's a guy, like you said, Dak Prescott's a very good comp. You're not taking him in the first, no matter how much you like him. Yeah. But you would take him higher on day two. Mm-hmm. Then other people have him falling and maybe even falling to day three. He's a guy that you're like, oh, that's definitely worth it, especially Minnesota. They're not sold on cousins. And this draft is actually a pretty good draft to set them up a little more in the future. Darisol is your tackle. Wyatt Davis yep. at guard. That is really yep. good for the future of your line. Mond oh, gets yeah. to learn from cousins. He's a smart guy. He's not he's not a bad quarterback. He's just no. around average. He's average to above average, but he's not that great. But he can still learn things. And then you've got Thielen and Jefferson to throw to. you got a lot of defensive help brought in. I think it's... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I like Mond a lot. I don't think I thought to pick him out as much. I remember seeing it when it happened and thinking it was a good move, especially after them talking about that they would have taken fields. Yeah. That shows me that that's not a pick of, oh, we need a backup. They're thinking... Who's their next quarterback? Yeah, they're thinking about the future. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. I really like that pick. Yeah, I like Kellen Mond. I'm trying to think of who are other guys. There were a couple people that I thought. I thought Sam, Asante Samuel um, Jr. fell a little further than he should. I think yeah. corners are tough to call, but I think it just made the Chargers draft that much better. That Slater and Samuel Jr. both kind of fell to them. Yeah. They didn't really have to make too much work for that. Um, I like Rondell more to the Cardinals. Yeah, I think that was I think that was the perfect fit for them. I like him um, a lot, so I think that's a really I good would, fit. I would love to see him and Kyler run some Wildcat. Oh yeah, I think that would be great. Um, I think that you could honestly run Rondell more as a passing. I mean, not a passing or receiving back out of the backfield. I think he's got that speed. For that, if you want to run a bunch of screenplays with him, I think they could definitely do that. I I think that that's a great pick for a great system for him. I was happy with um, Washington taking Cosme because I think he's one of those guys where I just kept wanting to put up a little bit because I yeah. like him better than some of the other guys ahead of him. But 51, that's a pretty good price for him, I think. Oh, yeah. Um. Looking down. Uh the Giants got your guy Ozalari, so Ozilari, that's, yep. that's cheaper than we thought. Way cheaper. Yeah. yeah. 
There's um, a lot of guys that went a lot later than I thought they would. What do you think of uh, Kyle Trask going to Tampa? I think, I think congratulations to him, man. You get to sit and just watch Tom Brady be Tom Brady. That's like your backup and, punter job. Yeah. You get to sit there and absorb. As I, the only thing, if I could talk to Kyle Trask, I would grab him by the head and say, learn everything he's willing to teach you everything even if he says you can't eat anything except for pickled onions for the next two years do it what is it sounds disgusting is it billy madison where he grabs the kid by the face and goes you cherish it cherish it (laughs) that that's exactly what i would say to kyle trask oh i got drafted to the buccaneers yeah learn everything cherish it cherish it i don't i don't don't hate the pick i i i would love to be able to i would love to see him develop and actually get to learn from tom like to see him actually learn from tom and be able to show it because tom's backups don't do that Jimmy Garoppolo and Jacoby Brissett and Brian Hoyer. I I want to see Jimmy do well. I want him to. I want to see him do something because I think he was fun Where? to watch when he's healthy. It's just he hasn't been healthy. I think the first ACL thing isn't really on him. It just I mean he got hit when scrambling and stuff, and that sucks. But it's kind of like Bridgewater. It's just I think the windows passed for his highest value. And yeah, I just don't know what he's going to do now. I don't know what they can really get for him. And like you said, where the market really isn't there anymore for it to be a, a big deal. Yeah. All right. Now, let me ask you. Who is going to be your rookie in fantasy this year? Like Who's the guy I want. Look for. Uh, shit. This is where I have to realize I'm starting to put all my thoughts on recording for any of my friends to listen to. Uh, honestly, I really like Justin Fields. Obviously, yep. Um, I just don't know what his price will look like. Yeah. Um. If I had a couple too, why am I blanking now? Because your body's instinctively not trying to give out secrets. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Uh, <laughs> shit, I had people. Oh, right, I, okay. I had let some me, people me, that weren't. Change the question so you, so I don't I don't stress you out. <laughs> who's gonna be Who's gonna be your Madden guy? Uh, okay. Yeah, that that's more fun. We got to bring Ammo in to ask him on this too, because I know he. You, me, and him are the three that I like to talk about that I'm coming. The rookie yeah. for Madden. That I can't even limit that. You know, it's gonna be every single quarterback because I'm gonna try every team. Uh, think Micah Parsons is gonna be a guy I probably go to a lot. I already have been with the creative people, yeah. so I like getting him on my teams. Um, Rondell Moore. 
if they give him the stats, I hope they do for just his freak athleticism, I think will be fun. Okay. And Kyle Pitts, obviously, but actually, you know what? Kyle Pitts will probably make me do a Falcons franchise sooner than I would have. We had some uh, technical difficulties while recording this, so this is just the break between one recording and then the next moments later. But thanks for listening. All right, let's jump. Let's jump right back into the last bit. Fantasy this year. Anybody from this draft class that you're going to be taking? I I got two of them, and I don't mind saying it now because between now and the actual draft, their stock will rise way too much. That's why I want to do the dynasty league so I can get ahead of this before people. Okay. But um, they're both receivers. Yep. Amari Rogers and Rondell Moore. Okay. They're guys that I probably will do in Madden too, honestly, but they're guys that I think will really fit a solid number two role on a high powered offense. And the offense needs them to succeed for the offense to do well, the way they're structuring everything. And I think they're guys that could be easily top 30, but will be drafted very late. So I think they're guys that I'll definitely go after. Um, I just, it's still waiting on. Kyler to make that jump. I think everyone loves him and I do too, but that, he hasn't made the passing jump that I need him to make yeah. to consider him at that top tier. And I'm hoping that Moore can do that because like you said with the Wildcat things, they could they could run. Yeah. I think Moore could just be in any type of way weapon. They don't have Drake anymore and everybody wanted Drake to be a pass catcher. Mm-hmm. Throw Moore all the different ways around and just let him run with the ball and do what he can do. Yeah. I'm probably going to be looking at the the two big ones. I'm probably going to be looking at Jamar Chase and Kyle Pitts. I think that yeah, Kyle Pitts is going to be a good third filter between Ridley and Julio. Um, I think he's gonna he's gonna be open a lot until he gets too good. Then one of the other ones is going to be open. It's just going to be a rotating Matt's favorite of the week, and I think Kyle Pitts will fit into that. And Jamar Chase. I do think Joe Burrow is going to get hit a lot this year. I think he's going to get hit a lot. But a couple times he doesn't, I think that ball might be going to (laughs) Jamar or Tyler. So I think I'm going to go with the rookie. Yeah, I like that. I was thinking Chase because it was the reason I say it was if they fix their line, I'll definitely go Chase. It's just that without that line fix, I won't be as confident. And I think he'll go a little too high for me. That's fair to take him. I think he's just the big name because I was big on Boyd last year. I really lucked out and cashed in on him and lucked into trading him before he kind of fizzled out a bit. But um, Pitts, I want to have Pitts on my team. Honestly, it's just going to be where does he go? Because he's probably what the fourth tight end off. You're going to have Kelsey, Kittle, Waller, Andrew, and then Pitts will be my guess. Andrews and then Pitts. Andrews and then Pitts. Yeah, so fifth tight end, I think that's a decent area for yeah. him. Um, yeah, so maybe actually, you know what? Maybe I will go after him. It's just one of those things where I think he's in that top tier. Yeah. And after him's the cliff, after him's the drop off. So I think Pitts would be a good one. It's just going to see how things roll out. I just, I just don't want to rely on Matt Ryan. Like, I would nice. love to have Ridley or Julio in my life. Yeah. It's just that aspect of Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan the throwing the ball. Them the ball. Exactly. That's fair. God, now you might. Why'd you do that? Now I want fantasy. (laughs) 
It's coming. It's coming, baby boy. It's coming soon enough. All right. It's May. And also, that's going to be the sound clip that I put on the intro. <laughs> there you go. I'm, I'm fucking down for that. I want to make it my ringtone. Nope, that backfires on nope. me. I don't see you in real life that often. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I guess you're just going to have to settle for Madden for now. God, that's what I've been doing and it's been awful. Yeah. And I'm probably going to play again this week. Yeah, me too. Won't be happy. Season six, Jacksonville Jaguars coming in for their sixth title in a row. Boom. (laughs) That's my issue. It's too easy. I don't think it challenges me enough to keep me in it. I know. That I can dominate in Madden. I can even put it on all Madden and dominate. I might throw more picks than I want to, but I can make up for it. Yeah. And I think like 2K makes me feel like I got to work for it and I'm actually getting better at it. Yeah. Well, I started in Madden. I started messing around with people's positions a lot. So, like, I drafted this one guy, a, a random generated guy. His name was Cam Hunter out of Clemson. He was a defensive end. He was 6'5", 243 pounds. I moved him to D-tackle and had the greatest season I have ever had with anybody ever on, on the defensive line. As a rookie, Damn. he finished with 33 sacks. Oh, fuck. Uh, six forced fumbles, an interception, and uh, one fumble recovery for a touchdown. Holy shit. Dude. He averaged more than two sacks a game? Yeah. Because uh-huh. I got him at like pick twenty eight. Um, I got him at like pick twenty eight, and it's because his he wasn't very strong, but his speed was off the charts. He was like an eighty seven speed for a defensive tackle. So as soon as he gets by them, he's right at the quarterback. That's nuts. It's, it's that bad. is insane. It's bad. I uh. I am stuck between the fact of I want to play more Madden, so I'm almost going to do a connected career, connected franchise, whatever it's called, but by position. I've done it in the past with receivers Mm -hmm. and then branched out to like a linebacker corner just to challenge it. But I want the roster control aspect. Like I want the GM aspect, so I don't end up doing it. But then I bore myself of that. So... I don't know. I know if Ammo listens to this, then he's going to be like, play Ultimate Team. You guys should play Ultimate Team with me. And I always tell him, I'm not playing against this team. It's almost a 99 team. I'm going to get smoked. Yeah. But when you talk about it, like how you like taking guys out of positions, yep. that's something they do in Ultimate Team. They take a, a receiver and put him as a safety. Yeah, as a safety, yeah, like they did with Julio last year or whatever. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, we could talk about Madden forever. Let's wrap <laughs> this up. Another episode down. This is GMs for Hire. That's Jake. Now you do me. That's Calvin. There it is. And we will see you next time. We love you. We hate you. This is for the GMs. I feel like that was for Sam Darnold. You know what? Probably him too.